You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on Cranberry.fm. It is the uh, 16th of June, 2016. Next time we speak to you, it will be officially summer. And you know what that means? It means summer's almost over. I know. Well, you know what else it means? Larry Kim. That's next week. We got Larry Kim next week. What? That, that's exciting. That is, that is exciting. exciting. You, know, you, know what's, you, um, you know what's exciting about this, Dave? From Beanstalk Internet Marketing in Victoria. What's that, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> never did get to introduce us. But Larry coming on, you mentioning that Larry's coming on is a great segue into what I think should be our first story. Because if anybody is an expert in one of those social media networks that we're not naming until a couple seconds from now, <laughs> it's definitely Larry Kim. Right. Um, okay. But for those of you who uh, haven't been reading your... Uh, your online news journals and just haven't been paying attention. Um, earlier this week, it was announced from that. I'm sorry, late last week, it was announced that Microsoft was going to spend twenty six point two billion to purchase billion. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, Dave, if anybody out there is an expert on finding leads or figuring out their clients using any of the social networks. It's got to be Larry Kim and LinkedIn. Yep. Oh yeah. He's brilliant at tying that stuff together. I'm super looking forward to having him on just to talk about that and some other tips and tricks. You know, we've talked about a few, I'm going to leave it for him too, but I got to say, if you want to learn some great tips, great tricks, things that will set you apart from your competitors and set more importantly, maybe your clients apart from what your competitors are doing and their competitors, you're going to learn some awesome stuff next week because I already know the questions I'm going to be locked and loaded to ask him. Stuff I learned listening to him at conferences, and it just blew me away. And I've already started integrating some of them in, and it just sets things light years forward. Awesome, yeah. awesome tips and tricks. Everybody should be listening next week. Well, and and you know what? He is a truly interesting fellow. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he really is. He's truly interesting. And he's, he's massive, eh? Like, yeah. He's huge. He's a big guy. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny because I've only I'd only ever seen him, you know, like pictures of him and stuff and until the last couple of years. And yeah, all of us the first time you see him, it's like, okay, that does not match <laughs> what I thought I saw in a picture from like the back of a room somewhere, because a lot of those are standing room only kind of events as soon as he's talking. So yeah, gonna be great, gonna be super informative. I'm looking forward to asking him some questions. But Jim, I'm gonna ask you, what do you think? Why did they do it? Why did Microsoft oh. spend, this is their largest acquisition ever, why did they spend so much money right now on LinkedIn? Oh, my, oh, my. There's a bunch of reasons I can think of off the top of my head. Number one, 
I don't know if Microsoft bought themselves a social network as much as they bought themselves a boatload of data on, like, you know, virtually anyone who signed up for LinkedIn. And now LinkedIn says that they have 433 million members worldwide. And everyone who's a member of LinkedIn has entered a great deal of personal information, career information, education information. And this is all data that Microsoft didn't have before. Now it does. LinkedIn also provides, I mean, let's face it, LinkedIn is, of all the social networks that are out there, LinkedIn is closest to the new 800-pound gorilla in Silicon Valley, Facebook. Yeah. So Microsoft bought itself a clone of Facebook that has a, you know, slightly more serious business focus. But on the other side, I mean, for those of us who, who use LinkedIn a lot, they've bought themselves, you know, an inconvenient spam machine. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it was a smart purchase for the technology and the data, but honest to goodness, I got no idea what they're going to do with LinkedIn. Well, I think you, I think you bring up some good points, and I, I've of course been been given this a bunch of thought too. I'm sure you have a lot of our, you know, out of the gate. I heard a lot of the sort of pundits reporting on, well, this is, you know, now we know Microsoft's pushing their enterprise stuff. This is where the enterprise folks are. So this is a play to push forward on, you know, cloud and, and their cloud and OneDrive and this and that. Uh, you know, and I list OneDrive. That's like the late, you know, <laughs> the poor man's version of some of their other offerings. Um, you know, but, you know, this is giving them access to that marketplace. And I'm like, well, that's, that's all. I mean, my first instinct on that is that's all well and good. But $26.2 billion worth, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, that buys you a lot of access, eh? Well, you're going to need like that's that's some actor, but you're going to need a lot of investment to make that up. But I started to think about it, and it was in watching a video interview um, with their CEO Satya uh, Nadella. Nadella, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that. My apologies. Um, and it, it sort of triggered to me then while I was listening to, and he was talking about what made him think this would be a good acquisition, and it's you know the the usual fluff. Um, but what triggered to me is he's been a long time user. That's when it got me. And I think you were exactly on the right track in, in what you were saying that this is a data play. It's not sure. Okay. I'm, I'm sure they'll sell some extra stuff because they can market in there. But when we look at that half billion people that they can now sort of market to, they understand these connections and how all these people are connected to each other. Great. Google's been doing that. You know, all, all the engines have been doing that and, and figuring out their ways to do it. But what we've got here is a scenario where we've got people like, the CEO of Microsoft, who's a longtime user of this, we know who his connections are. Like basically, Microsoft just bought a ton of data on the most influential people on the planet and how they all connect. Now, take that forward into marketing. And I think to myself, have I been really heavily invested in Bing? No. But if all of a sudden you come to me, like as far as search ads go, but if you come to me and go, hey, do you want to start targeting people at different companies by? VP of marketing or by their professions and know that we've got the authoritative list on who some of these people are and how they're connected with other people. Suddenly I'm paying attention to Bing now <laughs> because I'll be able to use them through display ads. I'll be able to market directly into LinkedIn, but now they've got me in their ads. Well, once I'm there, I'm probably going to invest a little more. It doesn't, I don't do it because it's not the best use of the client's investment of, of time and money. I usually stick with AdSense. I'm in Bing sometimes, but not as heavily. But if all of a sudden I'm in there and I'm drawn in there because I'm going to be marketing, you know, through and, and trying to target the people from all from their new data sets, like basically going, I want to get in front of people like Satya, you know, I'm already in there. So will I start playing around with a lot more in Bing ads? I think so. So I think this is a great data play exactly as you called it. Um, and I think not only are they going to make some sales, not only going to put put some some extra data play i think they're going to draw a lot new of uh, of new users over into bing ads because they're going to be able to target in amazing amazing ways and then on top of that how long and we saw this with google profile like google plus profiles how long until you setting up a microsoft account has you set up with a linkedin account and vice versa right Indeed. you know that's going to happen so your profiles now just tie together and everybody has a linkedin profile and everybody is an entity you know, in, in that context. So I don't think it's long. And I think surprisingly, you know how I am with acquisitions. <laughs> I always go, that's way too much. But, you know, I, I do think LinkedIn was a bit overvalued. So does everybody. I mean, that was, that was well over the per share that they were at at, at the time. But, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I think they're going to make their money back on that one. And it's shocking to me, but I, I do think they will. 
Well, you know, now that you mention it, I mean, especially around especially around the target advertising, you just reminded me of you know a story. Actually, I broke like I got the scoop on this one like eight or nine years ago when Microsoft bought a quantitative. A quantitative is uh, a a display marketing and targeting company. So yeah, you know what? I think you might be I think you might be onto something there, and that made me think. Well, what are some of the things that LinkedIn, some of the companies LinkedIn's acquired over the last uh, five or six years? And there's two that really stand out. One of them is SlideShare, the presentation company. You know, basically, mm-hmm. you're, you're um, uh, uh, presenting your, your PowerPoints. You're, you're sharing your PowerPoints anywhere you need to. Mm-hmm. And the other is lynda.com, the training portal. These are things that LinkedIn owned. Now, Microsoft is moving is shifting strategies not so subtly from a um, distributed from distributing software via uh, you know disks in boxes to being a complete cloud operation and uh, you know PC users out there they, they, they they're being annoyed daily with uh, messages upgrade to Windows 10 or upgrade to the Office 365 suite. One of the things I think that, you know, um, makes people hesitate to upgrade systems is a learning curve that has to come with any new given system, especially, especially with Microsoft's new um, cloud-based services. There's, there's, for, for most people who aren't like, you know, who don't work on computers 24-7, there's a hell of a learning curve moving from desktop to cloud. Some of uh, LinkedIn's properties... Linda in particular, SlideShare to support Linda, make training people for these conversions from, you know, from desktop to the cloud environment makes it far easier. And, um, you know, I, th- I, 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 I think you're absolutely right that they're going to make their money back on targeted advertising. But I think there's just a number of bells, whistles, toys, features that LinkedIn had, well, has, that more than a shiny brass ring. This is actually something that's essential for Microsoft to move forward on the path that it, it, it seems to be going down. What, what do you think? Well, I, you know, you, you brought up some really interesting points, and I had completely not thought of the, the Linda um, aspect of this as well, um, which obviously is, is a huge property in and of itself. Obviously, that gives, yeah, some, some nice bells and whistles sort of targeting um, you know, or training as, as far as, as we're moving forward. Um, one of the things I'm, I'm now thinking and, and you know, appreciate you bringing up Linda in this one is, okay, we've got all these executives. We've got, you know, basically going back to why did um, LinkedIn buy them originally? Well, you've got all the, you know, executives, you've got all the power, but you've got all the people who are making the hiring decisions and, and massive mm-hmm. decisions for companies. And now you also have all the people who are training and you understand what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and what they're training for. And once again, you know, I mean, I, I know I view a lot of things in, in the context of targeting and advertising. I just do. Um, so I made, there may be a lot of other things, but I'm like, okay, and now we can start to sync up. Microsoft can start to sync up, um, you know, and, and target advertising too. Okay. You're training in these, these are the roles you're targeting. You know what I mean? If you're like monster.com and you're coming in there, you can go, okay, I want to start targeting this person's right near the end of this course. And I want to start targeting to them because we've got jobs that fill that role. Right. Like just a simple simple example there. Yeah, you got it. That's, uh, and you know, you throw that, you throw that in front of a company that is trying to sort of, uh, challenge Google's dominance here. And I mean, seriously, that's crack cocaine. They gotta, yeah. they gotta grab at it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. And it's, it's one of the few. I mean, you know, I rant every time there's an acquisition about the value. I do think it was a bit overvalued, but was it? When at the same time, I'm saying they'll make their money back. You know, I guess, uh, I guess not. And uh, yeah, I think it was a good acquisition. I think it's well, you know, and and I think you're in the same page. I keep rooting for Microsoft. Because they're the the underdog. I mean, at the same time, they can sit down and pay twenty six billion dollars in cash. This isn't options or stocks. Or they just paid cash, <laughs> so they they have that much swagger. Um, but at the same time, in the field that we're in, um, search, they're kind of that little underdog. I keep hoping for. Right? It's like, come on, somebody's got to challenge some dominance here, and and you know, be another player that I can talk about. 
Um, I, I think this gives them an opportunity, and it gives me an opportunity as, as somebody who controls advertising budgets um, mm-hmm. to have a little more fun and play around with some, some neat targeting that I think is coming up in the not-too-distant future. I can't imagine I'm resting on these laurels very long. Well, again, and who knows? Maybe, just maybe, just maybe you will get stronger results at a slightly lower lower cost for your for your clients, too, eh? Always, always the hope. Always the hope. I mean, my clients don't really care where their traffic comes from. They care how many dollars they make from it. Bingo. <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, interesting times. Truly, truly interesting times. Um, yeah. i got to tell you, I honestly thought LinkedIn was just going to die. I didn't think it had life in it. I figured LinkedIn was... Uh, was one of the bit one of the uh, you know perhaps older but long in the tooth unicorns out there. Yeah. Now, I saw an article. I think it was uh, Business Insider uh, a couple of days ago. I don't really want to get into the to to Yahoo itself, but they looked at uh, fifty acquisitions Yahoo made in the last uh, four years or last three years since um, Marissa Mayer uh, became CEO. Yeah. All but two, all but two were shuttered. They don't exist. Microsoft, or Yahoo had, had in fact bought technology and talent, but they didn't buy the business because they killed the business. Right. There may be well, a bit of that happening here, too. You know, like there's some serious talent working for, for, for any of the social networks, but there's some serious talent that went into LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see the, we'll see the, the uh, future there. It'll be most interesting. Indeed. We got Indeed. about three minutes before we got to take a break. So here's a, 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 a nice fun story. You, uh, you're the one who put this up, so I want to ask if you've seen it. But you know how at Google they have that uh, tracker of all search queries that ever happen? It's like this lifetime tracker? Yeah. Well, there is a uh, a grandmother, eighty six year old grandma, um, who, well, she probably has the most polite searches ever. Her search history, everything she's ever searched for, ends with a please. <laughs> so she's she's asking Google, "Can you please tell me um, how this works?" Oh, oh, thank no, you. I just think it's cute. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought that was that was great. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure many of our listeners have uh, have encountered that story because it sort of popped up. I've seen it sort of here or there as just this um, enormously cute thing. Um, what I also loved as well is she didn't actually use Twitter, which is which is where the it was launched. It was actually her grandson had taken a picture of it. Equally cute is the fact that it begins with OMG open my nan's laptop, right? And like, okay, and you're calling her your nan and that's just cute too. Right? So um, yeah, that was that was great. A, a nice little feel good story. And yeah, it's you know, please translate these Roman numerals. Thank you. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh that's adorable. Now, the, the, the cool thing is when her, uh, her grandson, Ben, started publishing the, the, some of the texts of her oh-so-polite searches on Google, uh, out, out there on Twitter, mm-hmm. UK picked it up, and they got into it. They really, they really dig this lady. How can you not? Well, indeed. <laughs> anyway, we've had a... Uh, we're, we're going to be going to break after this statement. And I'm going, to, I'm going to make a quick statement. I don't want to, again, this is one of the things I, do, I so badly do not want to dwell on. Mm-hmm. But this has been a rough week. I mean, this has been a horrible week. Um, for anybody who spends any time on social media, it's been um, a traumatic beat up on your friends or get beaten up by them week. The events that happened in Orlando, Florida on Sunday morning stunned and, uh, I think, damaged all of us to one degree or another. And again, avid listeners of the show, um, you already know my opinion. I'm pretty sure you already got it. You already know Dave's opinion. You follow us on Facebook. You read our stuff on Twitter. You, uh, you know you know where we're coming from on this sort of stuff, and neither of us have been particularly quiet about it this week. 
But then I got to tell you, man, the animosity that's happening out there on Facebook, you know, brother and sister fighting each other, mm-hmm. it's horrible. It's just so, it's, it, it's, it's depressing. Yeah, and at a time when you would hope for unity, right? Like, yeah. Um, at that no. time, I mean, I understand that we're dealing with very, very complex issues. Like, I mean, I, I, I see how it happens. Um, you know, I'd be remiss not to say, hey, I, I or I, I'd be lying if I said, hey, I haven't been part of it. I have, right? I mean, I, I have strong opinions. So do you on, on this one. Oh, you, know, yeah. you try and keep them as, as subdued as you can in, in a time like this. But um, the, yeah, the it, it, my, my condolences to, to everybody affected and in, in fact, to the entire country. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Our, our, our deepest, most heartfelt feelings to uh, the families of the victims and, you know, the, the, the people who were, who were injured or wounded. Um, but the one thing I, I want to ask people, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try so hard. Be civil to each other. None of us are the mass murderer. None of us are the enemy. I might adamantly disagree with your views, but I am not your enemy and you're not mine. We may disagree in a social network, but ruining somebody's day because you're passionately hurt or angry or you have an opinion that that is just oh so right, destroying somebody else makes zero difference when it happens on Facebook. It only destroys people and a little bit of your own soul too. Friends, please try to be civil with each other as we as we work our way through a conversation we need to have. We need to process this. But we don't need to beat the crap out of each other while doing it. It's not right. I needed to get that off my chest. I you know, sorry about that, Dave, but I just really needed to say that. Fair enough. I understand completely. Well, Time to digest the message because it's that magical time when we get to do a commercial break here on Webcology on Cranberry.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on Cranberry.fm. It's the 16th of June, 2016, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com.
Webcology takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on Cranberry.fm. It is the uh, 16th of June, 2016, and uh, SEOs, especially those in the United States of America, I urge you to grab a pen and paper right now or open a Word document, open a notepad document, open something because you're going to want to take notes about this. A career dream job has been uh, sort of being passed around the SEO community for the last couple hours. It appeared up on the web uh, just earlier today. If you got the chops and you got the skills and you got five to eight years of direct related experience in search engine optimization, enterprise experience preferred, if you are highly proficient in SEO analytics, Omniture or Google Analytics preferred, you are proficient with a variety of SEO tools, um, Open Site Explorer, Screaming Frog, uh, Google Keyword Tool, Webmaster Tools, etc. And if you have superior SEO knowledge of SEO best practices regarding keyword research, on-page optimization, and link building, then Tesla, yeah, that Tesla is looking for you. Tesla is hiring an SEO manager to work out of their Fremont, California office. Pay it's full time. I understand the uh, salary. The salary range is over a hundred thousand, and it goes higher if you got the experience. And you get to be working with a company that has a legitimate chance of changing the world for the better. Like, that's a dream career. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even, you know, we're in Canada, and you know what? We both run our own company, so I don't think either of us is leaving anytime soon. But let me tell you, <laughs> if there was a job opening I've seen in the last few years that makes me eyeball <laughs> and go, yeah. ooh, ooh, if I was going to be tempted you know, if I didn't love my clients and, and love what I do and love where I am, um, that's exactly, I'm in a great company. Um, you know, you know, you're going to be working for a good company. Looks like, a, you know, great pay, great location. <laughs> like It's kind of got it all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, congratulations in advance to anybody who gets it. And uh, if it's somebody who is listening to this show today, Jim's the one who brought it up. So at the very least, you owe him a beer at the next conference. <laughs> Well, a couple of things that I happen to know about this job um, from uh, how to say this. I'm not going to tell you who I was speaking to, but I, I do know somebody who uh, was actually offered the job and turned it down for a variety of, uh, of, of, of you know, good reasons. Um, there's a saying at, at, at Tesla, Elon Musk works 12 hours a day. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. So they will work you. They will work you hard. They will work you to the bone. They will get every last ounce of SEO juice out of you. And then they'll let you go home for the night and do it again to you the next morning. Yeah. But again, it's Tesla, for goodness sake, you can change the world. Like, uh, there's, I, I, can't, I can't think of a company out there that I, I, I think has a better chance of changing the world in a positive way. I mean, there's yeah. Google, but I'm not so sure how positive the changes they're making are going to be. You know? <laughs> but Tesla, you know, these guys are going to take us to Mars. These guys are going to, like, get zero emission cars on the road. These guys are going to get driverless cars on the road. Um, these guys are going to, like, have a battery at the side of your house that can store several days' worth of juice and probably the solar cells to charge it. I mean, these guys are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Awesome, and uh, yeah, again, congratulations to whoever gets it. Um, what else you got for us, Jim? Or what, else what else do we, we got? Well, there's a whole bunch of new top-level domains out there. Um, you know, the, the you know I can uh, released pretty much dot anything uh, a year and a half ago, was it? About a year, year and a half ago? 
Yeah. Well, that leads to a very specific, and uh, it's one, it's one of those, one of these weird SEO arguments where both sides are right. Um, a debate in the in, in the SEO community about vanity top level domains. So a top level domain is like .com, .org, .us, .ca, .co.uk, etc. Okay. Yeah. Now, top-level domains could be .coke, .king, .attorney, .sucks, .whatever you can plunk $142,000 on to purchase, because that's what it costs to purchase a new top-level domain, $142,000. Once you have that domain, you can sell it, you can sell spots on the domain, to as many people as you can and make a whole lot of money. But that's not what the argument in the SEO community is. The argument is, will the existence of a business-specific top-level domain, which you know most likely has um, the primary keyword for that business sector, as the domain, we'll use a dot .attorney as an example. And I'm also using it because uh, a guest we had a couple of weeks ago, Bill Hartzer, he uses an example in a, a search engine uh, land article he wrote a couple of, uh, a couple of days ago. <clears throat> now, on one side of the debate, you have folks who say yes, having a very strong keyword in your uh, in your URL will enhance a chance of getting a ranking at Google for that keyword or adjuncts of that keyword. Mm-hmm. There's others who say, yeah, but no. Google doesn't care what your URL is. Keywords in the URL don't make a difference and certainly won't make a difference if it's the top-level domain. One of the people who says it makes no difference, actually two of the people, are John Mueller and Gary Ease. Uh, the two of the... Uh, spokespersons for uh for for google around what is and is not part of google's algorithm but we also have seos who are you know claiming um well you know well thought out and some not so slightly well out thought out tests that claim that having a strong keyword phrase as uh, the top level domain is beneficial to a site uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, what do you think? It's up in the air. You, you know what? I think it was at, well, I can't even remember which conference it was. I want to say it was like five years ago when Google first came out and said, um, we've devalued, um, you know, having your keywords in your domain name at all. Like they, they were referring to like, you know, SEO-services-placement.com or whatever and having the keywords in there. You know, those don't have value anymore. Um I remember, um, the, the, you know, sitting at the conference and hearing that. And my first thought, and it's exactly the same as it is now, um, at the time is, okay, so that domain doesn't have the value um, inherent in the domain itself. However, most people linking to my site <laughs> are going to have SEO-services-optimization or SEO services optimization, whatever. They're going to be using the anchor text. So until Google comes out and says, we don't care about anchor text, which they said almost <laughs> the opposite of like a couple months ago in their guideline changes, until they come out and say, we don't care about anchor text and we don't count it, um, I think they're technically right. They're not valuing the keywords in a domain um, or a domain extension, but or like a domain TLD, but you know, clearly having that in your domain and, and increasing the likelihood of people using a targeted keyword in a link to you, I think that's pretty clearly, um, you know, going to have some positive impacts for you. Um, no, sadly, you know, there's no notwithstanding here. spam signals or whatever, right? <laughs> just as like a good, you know, decent links all coming in there. I, I think they're, you know, it's going to be better than ending it with com, right? Having the word attorney. Um, well, you know, again, I, I, I can't argue. I, I can't debate this with you. I, I think you're exactly right. Um, the real value here is to get it into the anchor text and to have you know useful, relevant links from useful, relevant pages pointing to your page, using 
uh, the anchor text that you've so that you've just conveniently provided them dot whatever it is you do. Yeah. Um, although I, 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 I also got to note that Bill Hartshire made a really smart point in, in the article he wrote. He was using the words, he was using the uh, uh, top level domain dot attorney. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, you know, if I was say I was a, a, a law office in Jacksonville, Florida, Jacksonville dot attorney would be a damn good URL. Right. But then I, I reminded him, uh, nobody knows how to spell attorney. That'll <laughs> <laughs> slow stuff down. <laughs> and it's not yeah, like it's not like uh, Microsoft or Chrome or Firefox or even Safari does um, spell check in the uh, in the address bar. I know. And how often? Like I know you probably type fast. I type fast. Be like, it'd be great if it did, especially when it's like google.cm, right? Like where I'm just typing too fast and I miss the O somewhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know what I meant. You fix it everywhere else but here. I'm, uh, I'm going to be in Victoria next week. And actually, listeners, next week's going to be an interesting show. Not only do we have Larry Kim, Dave and I, for perhaps the very first time ever, will actually be doing the show in the same room with each other. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we've been doing this show for almost 10 years now. I don't know if we've ever actually done the show in the same room. I don't think we have. I think we've done it close to like in the same city at a conference once yeah but in our own hotel rooms <laughs> yeah but never, never actually look at each other across the table that's gonna be fun yeah, and be um, great. so i can i can do this and i i know i can make good on the bet and i really hope you don't have it open in front of you but spell attorney right now without typing anything you can't do it can y i think attorney you you forgot some A's and T's, I believe. You owe me lunch. Ah, uh, see, I was gonna bet. The bet was, I'll bet you lunch. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. If I remember correctly. There's a Dairy Queen at the Fairfield Cafe, <laughs> or at the Fairfield Mall. <laughs> you know what? There's actually a fairly decent uh, pub with some good fish and chips there. Brilliant, brilliant. The one on the far end. Excellent. Yep. That's one. <laughs> I miss that town. So next week, I'm in Victoria, British Columbia. And the neat thing about that, friends, and this, this is like SEO ancient history, but there were probably five or six centers in the world where, where search engine optimization was pioneered. You know, you got the, you got the, 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 the cadre from Oregon. You got the folks from the Valley. There was a uh, a group in Michigan, and then there was us out yep. there in Victoria, British Columbia. That was, um, you know, we 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 you, me, Ross Dunn, Todd Friesen, uh, Jennifer Slag, uh, uh, Richard Zwicky, um, Mark Johnson, Scott Van Ack. Um, there's, there's got to be a half dozen others that were operating all in the same little area at yep. in the earliest days. So, man, it's going to be fun going back, going back to my second home again. It is going to be fun. And, and something else I'm really looking forward to is uh, when you are there. I know we're trying to like line up a time for everybody to get together. How long has it been since you, me, Ross Dunn from Step Forth, Mark Johnson, who's an independent, does uh, focus on paid search now, uh, mm-hmm. but we all work together. Once upon a time, uh, under the tutelage of Ross Dunn, I don't know, we're going back like, what, 14, 15 years ago now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the last time we've all sat at a table together. It might have been when we were working together. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Watch out, Bruce Clay. The old gang's hang back together, and we're coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. I don't think that the old gang is getting together to gang up on uh, Bruce Clay, but we should. I- we should. Well, now that you've planted the seed. I, I, I could see Bruce quivering in California right now with that, 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 out of fear that we might attack his empire. He'll have yeah. Dwayne come after us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you know what? We're quarter to the top of the hour. I know it feels like we just took a break a couple seconds ago, but we probably got to take a break again because the uh, well, the owners like it when we do that sort of thing. So... <laughs> On behalf of 
Uh, Dave Davies from Beatstalk Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. We are acting on as agents of David Mim, of course. Um, you're listening to Cranberry.fm. It's the 16th of June, 2016, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Webcology takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on Cranberry.fm. It's the 16th of June, 2016. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave, just as we went to break, you threw a truly compelling and interesting story up into the chat. Into our into our private chat area. This is something that I think SEOs, especially you know you know ones who are doing weekly or monthly reporting to clients, um, this is this is a gift from Google. Go for it, man. Explain this one. This is a wonder. This is a wonderful story. Yeah, no, this is a great one, and I think it's something we've all been waiting for. One of the neat things that uh, that came of this is that it actually seems to have come out of the blue they didn't they didn't tell us it just happened to get noted uh, and i've already thanked the uh the user johnny j on twitter uh for he, he was the first to spot it then barry schwartz uh really reported it um but basically what you can do and i've tested it it works it's so it's, it's something that's you know rolled out everywhere uh, is it when you are now in your search console and you're under your search analytics if you go over to the queries, one of the options now is compare queries. What this enables you to do is it'll open up a new screen where you can enter two different queries, and it'll actually just compare these two metrics. So you can actually see one query versus another, um, whatever metric you selected, be them positioning or click-throughs or you know clicks or whatever metrics you selected to show on the screen at the time. Um, it'll actually compare the two. Uh, which I, I mean, to me is just tremendous to be able to actually watch what two queries are doing. And, and my first thing, and I haven't had a chance to play with it because I, I discovered this like a minute before we were going yeah. on air. Um, so I haven't had a chance to play too much, but I'm really looking forward to toying it with it on branded versus non-branded. And where I think it gets even more interesting than just like this manual, hey, I can go in and tootle around is, you know that people like Yoast are going to jump on this, connect in with the API, and start providing us massive graphs so we can go what's happening with branded versus non-branded, what's happening with this versus that, or just a direct integration in with uh, 
Google Analytics to allow enable us to do the, the same thing. Again, it might even actually be there by now. I just haven't had a chance to play with it because it just came up. But it's exciting to be able to compare again keyword to keyword data. I don't know. How long has it been since we've been able to do that, Jim? Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been years and years and trends. years anyway. And there's a nice, easy yeah. way that Google's giving us. It's almost like they're handing us back stuff they took away. Um, well, they are handing us back stuff. Nice. That's exactly what they're doing. It's exactly, <laughs> well, not as a gift, but there's a reason for this. I don't know what it is yet, but Google don't give, and they have a good reason. Um, I think one of the, the, the interesting things that we can't have, and I think this is what drove Google nuts, and I think what they have still solved and they have never given it back, is we used to, and you remember these days, and I used to too, where I'd go this specific phrase, and I'd set up a segment in analytics or whatever, and I'd start drilling down and see what that did. We oh, yeah. all got obsessed about what a phrase was doing and what the visitors were doing. And this is forcing us, we still can't go, I know what this phrase is doing, you know, and then start drilling down about that phrase in, in analytics specifically, but we can start looking at the page and making bigger decisions. So I, I think they're, they're keeping that, they're keeping us from getting too focused on an individual phrase, but still giving us this data so we can start looking at branded versus non-branded and, you know, start making those, those big decisions we need to make on what kind of content is working and what kind isn't. Yeah, I, I agree. And by the way, 2008, I'm pretty sure I'm right. That was the last time you could uh, directly compare keyword performance versus other keyword. Not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure 2008. That was when they started pulling back all the keyword data. So that's about the time that, that my brain goes back to. Right. Hey, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, it was an exciting time, though, when they took that away. I'm sure you remember it well that day. <laughs> well, I was but you know what? I'm pleased today. The reports that I'm going to be giving to my clients are going to be a little bit richer, and I can't wait to get my next big audit job because <laughs> I just got a whole new section that the person, the, the, the client who who, uh, who ordered the audit, this is a whole section they've got to read. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Actually, wow, will we ever impress them with this knowledge? Like, seriously. <laughs> We've got time for one more story, and um, I don't even know if we're going to be able to get into any meat on this one, but recently I've read three articles, and when I say recently, I mean like today, I've read three articles, each of them dealing with um, what is perceived to be a panda update that may or may not actually be happening. There's been a lot of talk about Panda the last couple of days in the SEO world. I don't know why, but it's, it's out there. Um, and the, the one story I'm looking at right now was up in the SEM post. Uh, Jennifer posted it yesterday. Increased call, crawl rate, not a sign of Google uh, Panda or algorithmic issue being lifted. Of course, it's not a signal back directly, but it's a signal something. But the weird thing that I'm wondering about is why the hell are we talking about Panda so much right now? Um, you know, what's interesting though, is I was actually just chatting with a client about it a couple days ago. Uh, well, actually it's funny. It was no longer a client. It's a past client who was coming back going, Hey, we've lost all of our rankings. And then two days later when I'd come back going, yeah, here's a list of like basically all the stuff that I told you to do that you didn't do. Um, <laughs> like their site's yeah. a nightmare and it, it, it deserves to kind of be devalued. They know that would be my opinion, but I won't say who they are. Anyway. Uh, and you know, you didn't do what I said. Anyway, they pop back two days later. And so as far as their concern, mission accomplished. And I'm like, I brought up Panda, maybe even Penguin, but I, I was thinking Panda on that one. And it's interesting because I hadn't heard any of these rumors, but it's like, oh yeah, that that's often, I'm sure you've seen it a bunch of times too. That's your warning shot across the bow kind of scenario, right? It's like, it's coming. This is the tremor. Um, some part of an algorithmic shift they're testing isn't liking you. They splashed back because obviously, you know, their, their algorithm isn't working and whatever they're testing or they were just testing something. But to me, that was my first thought too, based on their site. So it would not actually surprise me if we saw, I know it's supposed to be a rolling update at this point, but some new, um, integration in there or, Hey, maybe a little, uh, a little AI injection into, uh, into a more broad spectrum. Would that, would they, it wouldn't surprise me if something were coming down the pipe, but of course they got to make little tweaks here and there to 
uh, a piece of the algorithm that's supposed to be in the quote-unquote ever-flux area, you know, that's just right. constantly rolling. And maybe they are signaling that there's a tweak coming. I don't know, but Google said increased crawl rate may not be a signal that there's a Panda algorithm update happening, but Google getting us to talk about it might be. You know? <laughs> well, and I mean, they, they can be very specific on that one and saying, well, that's not a, necessarily a signal of a Panda update coming. Yeah, you're right, because you might also deep crawl if you were throwing a penguin at us or something we haven't heard of yet. <laughs> There's a so, bunch of reasons that you'd be looking at a, you know, a very, very intense crawl um, so, and, and collecting those data. So John Mueller was technically 100% right when he said exactly what he said. It's not necessarily a panda or algorithmic issue being lifted. Could be anything, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including panda. <laughs> precision, baby, precision. <laughs> There we go, John. Thank you so much. Artfully done. Okay, on that, and Nebraska will love us. Speaking of precision, maybe precision, I think we're pretty much out of time. We're at the top of the hour. If we introduce any news stories, he'll just get all bad at us. We don't like that. <laughs> um, so, next week, friends, um, I am in Victoria, British Columbia. Anybody on the West Coast, anybody going to SMX, come on up for the weekend. We'll find a place to put you. Don't know where. There's a camping ground in downtown Victoria you can stay at. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Libraries Media. You've been listening to Webcology on Cranberry.fm. Next week, we got Larry Kim on our show. You'll want to hear that and stick around, Cranberry. We got great content coming up after the news. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 